Welcome to Surviving the Waiting Room podcast, where we challenge the status quo in order to help you show up for yourself as much as for your family. I believe that when we're honest with ourselves and brave enough to try, when we see our needs as important as our families, we are no longer stuck in a life that is one big waiting room. I'm your host, Maura Cleary. I'm a practical, realist, professionally certified life coach, a mindfulness practitioner, and a mom of two beautiful, smart, funny daughters with over 14 chronic conditions. Through this podcast, I'll offer tools, resources, and encouragement to help you reclaim the space and time to be you again, so that you can thrive as an individual and a mom. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome to today's show. I'm glad that you're deciding to tune into this one. And if you haven't already done a year in review, this might give you something to think about a little bit and maybe move forward on yourself. So as you know, I love planners. I'm addicted to them. I have digital ones. I have paper ones. I have um, iPad ones. Like I have every single kind that you could possibly need. I truly am addicted to planners. That said, I usually like to start them in October because I want to start already thinking about the next year. I'm, I've already thought about what I want to do through December. So I want to start working towards, you know, vacations and everything moving forward. But when it comes to late November, December, I really start looking at what I did in the past year, what worked, what didn't work, and then what kind of life do I want to have in the coming year? So that has everything to do with my work, with my lifestyle, with my family, every possible um, scenario moving forward. I, I incorporate all of that. So like I said, like in October, I go through and I plot out when vacations are and when special holidays are and I set those. So that way I can decide like when do we need airplane tickets and things like that. So this past week we had Thanksgiving here in the United States and I decided to actually take the entire week off. I know I was a real slacker and I had produced the podcast and I didn't even release last week's podcast because I was quite frankly burned out. I needed last week to kind of take a mini staycation. When I do go on vacations, I am usually working. When I am on my weekends, I am usually working. Now I do this because I love my job. I love what I do. I'm driven. I want to create things for other families and caregivers to consume. It's almost like a passion of mine. At the same time though, I'm actually taking away from my own family. And if you're on my email list, you'll be seeing uh, one of the things that I realized I wasn't so good at, but I digress. So during this realization, this time off, so to speak, I did a few things. One, we actually moved my husband's office into a room that we were no longer using and we re- I readjusted everything. I say we, it was me. I did it um, because I just had a vision of how I wanted it to be. And when I did it, I realized how much stuff, and I have that in quotes, we still had in that room. Now, I felt like the last time I had decluttered it, I had done a really good job. Like, there should be no things in that room that are clutter. 
But you know what? There was a lot. There was so much that I think I pulled out three or four garbage bags worth that went to Goodwill. And then I pulled out another two garbage bags of garbage. And then we had some lamps and some other things involved. So with that said, it sparked this realization that maybe things inside my house weren't running as smoothly as I thought they would be. So then we started the next day. I went downstairs and I started to tidy and clean and prepare our house for guests for Thanksgiving. And when I did that, I was opening the cupboards and things were falling out. I was pulling out plates and all of the the uh, tablecloths were completely disheveled and things were all over the place. And I try to go in and get some stuff out and it just didn't make sense. And I'd end up cleaning out the cupboard. And I realized that my whole house needed to get decluttered. And I sat back and I thought, gosh, I really need to do this right now because I'm in the thick of things. But I didn't because we were having guests. And you know, once you start decluttering, things can get really messy really quickly. So I decided to leave it and I decided to come up with a plan. So what I'm going to be doing the month of December is to take one room a week. So on Saturday, I'm blocking out a few hours of time. I'm going to go through that room. I'm going to either put it in bags to get donated, or I'm going to throw things out, period. That's it. So that's Saturday. I'm not going to stretch myself and say, I'm going to make it to Goodwill that same day because I know that I'm not. But I did look up and I found out that Goodwill is open on Sundays near us. So Saturdays I'm gonna clean out during my block time. Sundays I'm going to be sending things to Goodwill. Easy peasy. That is just one of the things that I've learned that I need to do. But as I'm going through this, I realize why. Why did I let my house get this way? I've been listening to Wendy Zanders and I have been you know, following her techniques and if I'm honest, I always thought I was doing okay. I'm like, I don't need my pantry done. My pantry's fine. Okay, my pantry is not fine. I don't know if it was fine when we talked about it and then it just got worse, but it is not at a good place right now. So I will be doing my pantry at some point soon. Anyway, I realized it's because I never have any downtime. I have been going, going, going this entire year. So usually we were going, going, going with our kids' doctor's appointments and trying and researching new medications and new treatments. Um, And I kind of replaced that. Once we found a plateau with my kids' conditions, I replaced that for work. Now, I was really excited to get back to work, as you can tell. Very, very excited. I love helping people. I love just to have people think about things in different perspectives and really just do coaching people one-on-one is really my specialty. But as I took this time to reflect on where my life was this past year, what I had done, what I had accomplished, oh my gosh, I've accomplished so much more than I could have possibly have ever have imagined. Um, never imagined hosting a podcast. And if it wasn't for my friends um, and business friends, I would never have done it. And I love this so much more than 
writing a blog, or even doing a piece of social media. This is my favorite platform. I host the summit, the mom, you got the summit. And that was just an amazing gateway to connect with other moms and just to let them know that they have it, that there is space for them, even though they're caring for their children with all of their different conditions and different needs. And it was really just a space for women to get together to just talk about it and just learn from each other, which was amazing. It all led to me deciding to just rebrand everything from my old business name to really stepping into and becoming the CEO of Surviving the Waiting Room. And you don't even know this, but I actually have um, a trademark underway. So hopefully by the new year, we'll be able to announce that it has been trademarked. So I put that in place. And then finally, In September, we hosted the second summit, the Parent and Caregiver Summit, which focused solely on kids with disabilities. Now, hopefully in the future, we are going to be having different variations of that going forward, and who knows what the next one will be, but I did learn my lesson that I definitely just want to host one summit a year, so I'm playing around currently with what that looks like and if next year is actually a good year for me at all, and I'll get to that in a minute. And then finally, we launched the the Wellness Center. Now, this is something that I had been dreaming of for years and years, and I just never realized many, many aspects to it. But it was still something that I got to see into fruition that I had always dreamed of, and we built this, okay? But in doing all of that, there was a lot of things that I wasn't my best at. And as much as I value growth and learning and space, I also value loyalty. And where was my loyalty to myself and to my family? We definitely took a lot less walks outside because I was always working. I was working on the weekends. When I wasn't working on the weekends, I was trying to get caught up on house things. And I had really taken all that extra time that I had of not um, doing all that extra research for my kids and I put it into my job which again I love but I kind of overdid it I was like a kid in a candy shop quite frankly like I just couldn't I couldn't get enough like I was just indulging 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 and then I get burned out and sick and then I'd come back and do it again and you know just bounce right back up and I realized that that's just not sustainable moving forward so When we think about and reflect on our previous year, that's the kind of stuff I talk about. Like what's actually influencing us? What's influencing us emotionally? I needed to be able to give and to hopefully help other people along the way. And then physically, what are our physical influencers? I actually found one of the physical influencers for me is like having a microphone in front of my face having a video camera that works well, being in a brightly litted room. I love nature. I love sitting outside, but I hadn't been doing that as much. And so the question is why? So whenever I find myself reflecting and saying, well, I didn't really get to do that. I always ask why? And that really, really does help. One of the other areas that is influencer is spirituality. How, how does your spiritual 
practice work? Is it fulfilling you? Does it need to get adjusted? And when I talk spirituality, I incorporate everything. So whether it's religion for you, whether it is a way of being for you, whether it's a combination of a whole lot of things, I don't think we need to limit ourselves to one aspect. I think that many different things influence us. And the more that we can acknowledge that and really dive into that for each other, for ourselves, excuse me, uh, is really the best way for us to bring that spirituality into our everyday practice. So this is a social aspect. So 2021 wasn't as bad as 2020 um, as far as the social aspect goes and, and seeing people in person. I am very much an introvert. I really didn't have any problems with 2020. <laughs> I was able to see people enough, um, but there is that connection, that conversation that happens when you're with people in person, you can really feed off of each other's energy a little bit better. You can really get a sense for that. So in the past year, how were your social influencers? Maybe they weren't as great. Maybe the the energy in your house and the people inside of it, maybe they weren't as light and airy and fun as you need. So what is it that you can do about that? How can we change that? What do we actually have control over to change in that, right? Um, the other area is your mental state. So for me, my mental state in 2021 was heightened. It was, it was firing on all cylinders. But it also came crashing down a few times. And you ask yourself, why is that? Why did that happen? Was I pushing myself too hard? Absolutely. Um, was I not feeding myself in these other areas that would have helped my mental state? Absolutely. So you go through these different areas and you really start looking at them. And then finally, the last influencer of our energy is really our environmental. So like I said, I have... Um, Space is one of my core values, and that goes for my environment. Like, I need a spacious environment. I need it light and clean and uncluttered, um, as well as light streaming in, you know, um, that, that kind of spaciousness feeling. I hate feeling trapped. I hate feeling, like, claustrophobic, um, which is one of the reasons why having a cluttered house really feels like everything is caving in on me. So in my house, my tradition on Black Friday is actually decorating for the holidays, decorating for Christmas. And that is the one day I do it. But I realized in years past, I was feeling claustrophobic in my own house because of all of the decorations that we've accumulated over the years that I really do like. I don't want to get rid of 95% of them. But I also realized I needed to cut down on how much I actually decorated my house. Not because I didn't want to show those things off, but because I need space. I, I don't like feeling like there's extra stuff around me, even though it was given to me and I love it, or I picked it out and I chose for it. Um, 
we don't need all of that. So this year, my daughter and I went through and we decided what things went up and what things didn't go up. And I'm much happier in my space. I actually decided not to decorate my office, not to put anything in it, except for these cute little ducks that just sit high up on a perch. So they're there, but I don't have to actually see them on a day-to-day basis. Anyway, so when you reflect on your last year, these are the things you think about. What was working for you? What wasn't working for you? You need to give yourself some space to digest. So... Having a planner with you is a great thing to do. Having a journal, having something that you can start jotting down, maybe just these six different influencers, like emotional, physical, spiritual, social, mental, and environmental. Start with those six things and be honest with yourself on how those looked over the last year. And it might take you some days. It might take you waking up early when nobody else is awake in your house so you can have some energy space by yourself. I don't know if you're like me, but if there's too many people around when I'm doing things, I feel their energy and it it doesn't allow me that freedom to just explore by myself. So give yourself that space. Find a way to get that space. Sometimes it's even just driving by myself in the car to go shopping. That's enough to give myself that space I need. So you go through that and then we go into what do we want it to look like next year? So for next year, I don't want to be working weekends. I do offer coaching on Saturday mornings, Eastern Standard Time, and that is great because that's a block time. It's a set time, but it's not this endless working and creation and all of these things. So I'll be keeping coaching on Saturday mornings, still available if somebody needs it, but I don't want to be doing any more work the rest of the weekend. This is going to be a new boundary for me that I don't work weekends. I'm not creating on weekends. The next thing I realized is is that I had a really bad burnout over the summer with the podcast. I just couldn't keep up with it. I started feeling bad about myself for not keeping up with it. I wasn't doing a good job of doing any posting on it. And then it started to come again. Now, I was really lucky. I haven't told you my secret. I actually got two interns from the local high schools to come and help me with the podcast. So they have been great. They have been making sure that the show notes are getting done, that the transcripts are getting done, that the the social media is getting done. But you know what? I can't always rely that I'm going to have interns with me. So what I've decided to do for this coming year is to experiment a little bit. It's not going to hurt anybody. Yeah, I'm still going to be here. But what I'm going to do is work for three months and then take a month off. And then work for three months and take a month off from the podcast. Now, that's what you will all see. What I'll be doing on my side will be preparing, getting things ready, and then publishing the podcasts. And then if I need to do any catch up that third, that fourth month, I'll be doing catch up. But for the most part, I'll be setting up for the next three months. So this way I will have a better way, a better flow of getting the podcast out to you. They're going to be a better quality because um, some weeks I have to admit that I'm just slapping things in and that's not fair to you. That's not 
good use of my time and it is certainly not fair to the people that are listening. So I really do appreciate you sticking with me and listening to these episodes because I know they're not always my best work, but I do always hope that you get one nugget out that you can apply in your daily life because that's what this is about. Just those bite-sized pieces and I'm going to stick to these bite-sized episodes. In fact, I'm looking at the time on this one getting a little long on, so I do apologize. So going forward, I'm going to be doing what they call um, seasons with podcasts. So I'll basically be having three seasons a year starting in 2022. This will be the last episode before that begins. So this is the first episode in December, and I will not be doing any more episodes until January of 2022. And I hope that you have followed me, have joined up whatever your podcast um, listening app allows you to do. So that way, when I do come back, you will be hearing me in your earbuds again, and you're going to be cheering and excited to get some new nuggets. So that is what the podcast is going to be looking like. I've also decided to change some other things in my business. I've really looked at where my energy's at and what depletes my energy. And quite frankly, I've decided to get rid of the things I haven't grown into yet. I want to do these amazing things, but I also need to be honest with myself and say I haven't grown to that that level yet that I can be doing those things. So I'm actually cutting back and ending all of the long-term group programs that I have. So I know that you've listened to me before in the podcast saying that the Wellness Center is open and is great and it is great and it's awesome and I'm saving everything I have for it, but I'm actually shutting it down for a bit because I'm not ready for it. It is a lot of work and a lot of energy and a lot of weekends and I'm just not ready for it yet. So what I will be doing is we'll just have pop-up groups every once in a while. The best way for you to do that is to get on my email list to know when a pop-up group is happening. So in the month of December, I'm kind of creating a pop-up group already. And it's one we're going to go through and declutter each room of our houses on Saturday mornings and then sending it off to be donated on Sundays or the next day. In my area, Sundays, we have Goodwill open, so we'll be doing that. If you want to be in on that, you can either email me at mora at survivingthewaitingroom.co or you can go to my website and you can look at the podcast episode and there is a place for you to join right there. I'm sure I'll have a link inside the description of this episode so you have that ready for you. If you want to declutter, you just know that you just have other people with you. I am not a Wendy Sanders. I am not a professional declutterer. This is really just so you have other people doing it the same time you are and we can all cheer each other on. So my 2022, what do I want from it? I don't want to work weekends. I don't want to get burned out so that I don't give quality episodes of my podcast. So I'm going to be cutting back on podcasts. I'm also going to make sure that I have space to be there for my family a little bit more, to cook better meals, to go for walks, to instigate going for walks, to go for drives and shopping, like all the things that 
I think maybe we just didn't do a lot of in 2020 because of the pandemic. And then in 2021, we were out of practice and I started working a lot. So we were really out of practice. I want to start bringing all of that back in. I want to bring more laughter into the house. I don't want to be so serious and working so much anymore. So with that said, I'm not sure if I'm going to have a summit in 2022. I might actually wait until 2023. I'm not going to make promises, but when I'm looking at the calendar, I really wanted to have one in April or early May. And as I'm looking at my life right now, I can't imagine doing it. I can't imagine adding it one more thing. So I might decide to change that over December. But for right now, I think I'm going to hold back a little bit and see where 2022 takes me before I start adding any more on. Remember, I don't want to be that kid in the candy shop indulging too much in all this goodness all the time. I want to be able to enjoy and savor what I've created, what's going on with my family, and what we're, what's going on in our lives. So I hope you join me again in 2022 and you listen in. Please feel free to reach out to me between now and then. I am still working. I am just taking a break from releasing new podcasts. So please feel free to reach out to me. I would love to get in touch. I actually am going to be in a summit in the beginning of January. And I will tell everybody about that inside of um, the newsletter that comes out every single Friday. So if you want to be in the newsletter, please join the email list and we can get that started. So until next time, I hope you have a great reflection on 2021 and I hope you take some time and decide what you want in 2022 and maybe decide what changes are going to be made, what boundaries are going to be created and enjoy the process. All right, till next time, have a good one. Thanks for joining me at Surviving the Waiting Room. If you enjoyed this conversation, hit the subscribe button so you're sure to hear more tips, tricks, and tools. And don't forget to stop waiting for life to give you space and go get it.